I hope you don't take this too hard, my love. I'll try not to hurt you too badly. Hurt me? <laughs> I don't think you could even if you tried. The two walk down to the arena, taking their places for the next match. You might be a total nerd, but I have a feeling I'm going to have to take this seriously. Balthazar lowered his goggles down onto his face. As much as I adore you, I will not be holding back. I wouldn't expect you to either. Students, begin! 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 Long ago, the world was at war. But then the ten dragons arrived and changed everything. They brought peace to the world and gave us the gift of magic. Those who can use that magic are called sorcerers. But that is about to change. My name is Nova, and this is the story of how I became the first warlock. Warlock, episode 20, fight on, let your spirit roar. Until this point, battles felt as if the two opponents were squaring off against each other with a mix of confidence and anxiety. But the atmosphere between the two students about to face each other was overwhelmingly bizarre. One stood proudly and was striking some sort of pose as if trying to display his own greatness with just his posture. The other was radiating such unfiltered, unrestrained malice that it was a wonder anyone could look her in the eye. Yet, Balthazar stared into Briar's eyes without so much as a flinch. Yikes, I would not want to be him right now. Oh, I wish that nitwit would just take this seriously. I think he is. Briar's hands were inches from her component pouches, waiting for the fight to begin, one of them full of soil. I suppose all is fair in love and war. Students, begin! As soon as the match began, Balthazar extended both of his palms and emitted a massive plume of toxic fog into the arena. A swirling mix of green and purple and a thick curtain of poison. Briar's wooden armor sprang to life around her in an instant as a small bed of flowers bloomed at her feet. The armor formed a helmet around her head, protecting her mouth and nose from the poison. She was already moving back as a thick wall of toxic fog swallowed the entire arena. Briar could feel all living things in the area dying in its wake. Balthazar had skated through the first round with this exact technique, an unstoppable cloud of death. I'm sorry, my love, but I was watching your last battle. I'm not foolish enough to leave anything living in this arena. Powerful as you may be, I'm a bad matchup for you. As much as I loathe Balthazar, you have to admit he's an impressive sorcerer. Ha! He's got nothing on Mosshead. She'll take care of him in no time. Briar rushed away from the fog towards the edge of the arena, but the putrid smoke continued to expand until the whole arena was covered. She was cornered. Oh, he's got her now. Nothing can survive that fog. Balthazar played her right into his hands. I'm impressed. Like Rick said, appearances can be deceiving. Still, a strong gust of wind could handle that. I can't imagine that fog smells good. As the fog left the arena, it revealed a wall of force protecting the spectators from harm, filling the invisible space and floating upwards. It's still pointless. Even a small amount of that gas is able to knock out a hill giant in a minute. 
She's finished. This is an interesting fight, I admit. She'll have to open her helmet eventually. She's human after all. She doesn't have the luxury of being able to hold her breath indefinitely like us windborn. Uh, I should have expected you wouldn't go down easy. But this changes little. Your air supply is limited and I am still fighting at full force. Balthazar began to advance towards Briar slowly, but Briar raised her hand and a long vine extended from her armor's gauntlet and lashed out at Balthazar, causing him to step back. The vine quickly died as it was exposed to the cloud of toxic gas. He tried once again to move forward, but he was met with another vine. Uh, fine. Two can play at this game. Let's see how long your air supply lasts when you're dancing around. Poison Sickle! Balthazar whipped his wrist back and forth, forming razor-sharp crescent blades that he hurled at Briar. She moved with lightning-fast agility, dodging and weaving to avoid the deadly projectiles by mere fractions of an inch. Ooh, I was nervous there for a second. Briar's been plotting how to take him down since she met that creep. But you're right, that was close. What do you mean? She hasn't done anything but defend for the entire match. Hey, uh, Twinkles, how many strategies did Briar come up with to beat this toxic twerp? 64. Though this one is probably the riskiest option. True. But why did she choose this one? Because she doesn't just want to beat him. She wants to demolish him. It was nice of Teach to go get that flower for her, too. He's probably the only one who could handle a volcano anyway. A volcano? What the hell are you two talking about? Kira looked back to see the fog beginning to dissipate, with the ground slowly becoming visible. Through the fading haze, one of the patch of flowers was still alive right behind Balthazar. Ugh. I'm sorry, beautiful, but this match needs to end. Now! The patch grew bigger and bigger, large black and purple blooms beginning to form. They appeared sharp and brittle, almost like they were made of obsidian. Briar dropped to the ground, a wood shell encompassing her entire body. Suddenly, the flowers began to spark as their brittle leaves began to rub up against each other. The sparks ignited the arena, fueled by Balthazar's toxic spray. The explosion caught Balthazar completely off guard as he went sailing out of the arena. The wooden shell around Briar fell apart around her, reduced to cinders and ash. She stood over Balthazar, who lay on the ground out of the arena, his clothes mostly burned to bits. Do you know what black flame tulips are? Black flame tulips are an incredibly rare flower that only grows on the active side of volcanoes, drinking in the poisonous air around them to grow. But what truly makes them special is their petals. They're made from a brittle substance, almost like flint, so when they bloom, they spark. I've known for a while your spray was flammable. All I needed to get you to do was to lower your guard. Talk about an explosive match. The winner is... Briar Nightshade of Class Red! Briar kneeled down over Balthazar. Don't ever hit on me again. Sure thing. You got it. Can, can, can someone get me some new clothes? Balthazar passed out from exhaustion while the medical team swooped in to heal him back at the healer station. Briar made her way back up to Class Red. <laughs> nice work, Mosshead. You were incredible! Thanks, you two. Briar winced in pain as she sat down, but tried her best to mask her expression. Mm. Briar, are you okay? I'm okay, I just need a minute. Nova noticed part of Briar's uniform had been scorched away from her leg, a large burn visible on her skin. Briar, you're hurt, you've got to- Really, I'm okay. I don't want the others to know. It's not like she can do much anyway. 
We can't use potions or anything between fights. But what if I use- No, no healing magic either. It's part of the test. Plus, Professor Rivers would know. The dragon has spoken. Our next match will be between Severino Rosick and Rowan Emberwood. The two sorcerers made their way down to the platform to take their places. Rowan, a rabbit folk, carried a large axe on his shoulder. Severina stood, arms crossed, waiting to fight. Rowan might be tough for a bunny, but uh, being close range is not in his favor. I'm surprised they let him bring a weapon into the match. It seems dangerous. But that's part of his legacy. He's a wielder. They focus their mist into their weapons. Plus, I think we could bring weapons in as well if we wanted, but I'm no good with them. Me either. Maybe a good-sized stick or something, but that's it. (laughs) I won't be holding back! I'm sorry if you get cut! Oh, I won't be holding back either. Students, begin! Rowan's blade suddenly became covered in ice, radiating cold in all directions. He charged at Savrina, preparing to strike. As he got closer to her, a sudden vortex of wind surrounded Savrina, forcing his axe to swing to the right of her. Alright, not bad. It looks like I need to add some more weight. Icebreaker axe! Glacial cleaver! Rowan leapt back and focused his mist into his axe, causing it to be covered in a dense layer of ice, twice as thick as before. Let's try this! As Rowan swung once again, his axe appeared to break through Severina's defenses. Using the weight of the axe to gain momentum, it slipped through the wind as if it wasn't there. Severina, however, snapped her fingers, creating a massive thunderclap that sent Rowan flying backwards, shattering the ice around his axe. Possible. How did she do that with just a snap? Once again, a torrential downpour covered the arena, making it difficult for Rowan to maintain his footing. As he stood in the blinding rain, a powerful gust of wind knocked him to the ground, sweeping his legs out from underneath him. As he tried to regain his footing, a lightning bolt arced down from the sky above, incapacitating him. I'm calling the match here. Severina is the winner. Medical sorcerers suddenly appeared next to Rowan, moving him to the healer station as Severina made her way back up to her seat. This is boring. I wish I could just go home and they give me a passing grade. I would love a shot at fighting her. She needs a good humbling. You think you're the one to do it? I'm starting to doubt if any of us can. She's overconfident. We can use that to our advantage. I just want to thank everyone again for coming out and supporting the tower. 100% of the proceeds from ticket sales go directly to student scholarships, meaning no student is ever turned away due to monetary concerns. So we would all like to give a big thanks to you. All right, enough chit-chat. The final round of the quarterfinals is Ren Desert Thorn versus Brezia Eris. All right, here we go. Good luck, Ren! Ren jogged down to the arena, meeting Brezia at the bottom. Brezia looks like he doesn't want to be here. You think he'll do what Demon did and quit? I don't know, but something is off. Students, take your positions! Ren and Brezia stood across from each other, Brezia nervously fidgeting while Ren took up a fighting stance. Begin! Ren charged forward with lightning speed, weaving through the battlefield with a rapid zigzag movement. With a burst of agility, Ren launched a powerful kick towards Brezia, aiming to take him down from the side. However, just as Ren's foot was about to make contact, a sudden shield of solid stone emerged from the ground, forming a protective barrier around Brezia, who stood completely still. 
The clash of Ren's attack against the impregnable shield sent shockwaves through the air. Ugh. Damn, that shield's gonna be pretty tough. All right, let me try this. Ren quickly dashed around behind Brezia this time, bringing a flaming hammer kick down on top of him. But a dome made of stone formed above him, shielding him from the top. Come on, are you hiding from me? Ren flipped around to the front of Brezia, facing the only section that had not been covered by stone. All right, now you're starting to piss me off. Either come at me or take the hit. I'm not doing this for my exercise, you know. You want to fight me or not? Well, yes. No. Uh, I don't know. I, I could win, but I don't want to go all out on you. Well, that's pretty cocky, don't you think? No, that's not what I meant. It's just... I don't know how to fully control my power. So you're telling me you have this incredible power, but you're not going to use it? Even when I'm asking you to? Yes. Ren relaxed his position and stood in front of Brezia. Fine. Then I'll wait till you're ready. Either come at me or give up. I don't have time for this. His guard is down. Attack him now. You always listen to her? Yes, I, I try to. All right, then hit me. Oh... Okay. Brezia summoned a large boulder out of the ground and flung it at Ren, but the half-hearted attempt missed by a wide margin. Ren not even flinching. Come on. D dodge my attack. You call that wimpy boulder toss an attack? Seriously, I'm insulted. What is the Dunderhead doing? He's going to lose this match if he keeps this up. Hmm. <laughs> this reminds me of the first time I met Ren. Sarian asked him to train me, but he refused to do it until I was ready to listen. Hit him for real this time, or I'll crush you myself. I'm not like you, Ren. You love to fight just to fight. I don't see the appeal in that. <laughs> you think that's why I like to fight? Where did you hear that? What do you mean? Hit me and I'll tell you. Or maybe this is just who you are. You're just gonna coast through school doing the bare minimum riding Serena's coattails to graduation. Heiress, right? I know your family. You're a rich kid, ain't you? I guess you're used to everything just being kind of handed to you, huh? Brezia began to feel something he had not let himself feel in a long time. Anger. Anger that Ren might be speaking the truth. Anger at Severina's taunts and insults. Anger that he might be an embarrassment to both his moms tarnishing their reputations as brave and powerful adventurers. That thought stuck with him the most. Fine. I'm sorry if this hurts. Brezia summoned a dozen boulders around Ren in a flash. The boulders rose into the air, circling Ren as if orbiting a planet. Then, with a sudden and coordinated descent, the rocks hurled towards Ren, crashing down upon him with tremendous force. The crowd lightly applauded, with Rick waiting to see if there was any movement from Ren, ready to call the match. Oh no, I overdid it. Ren! Brezia released the stone away from Ren to reveal he was still standing in the same place, unscathed. What is wrong with you? I did what you wanted. I'm fighting, so fight back. Eh, I still don't see the spark in your eye, pal. Then answer me. Why do you love to fight? Why do I love to fight? Well, it's not as complicated as you think. I've got two reasons. One, I fight because I'm weak. Weak? You're incredible. What are you talking about? Sure, I'm the strongest I've ever been in my life. But there's always more. And fighting is a great way to push myself harder and faster than ever before. There's someone that I have to beat the crap out of one day. But he's too strong. At least for now. So, even if that means I lose a fight, 
or I don't do as well as I want, I'm still growing and improving. And I can tell you're strong, ain't you? I... I don't know. Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> I bet you're even stronger than Weather Girl over there. Okay, my power is incredibly strong. I just don't like seeing people get hurt. There it is. That's the first honest thing you've said to me this whole match. Sure, we're strong now, but you're only level three. One day we're going to leave this place, and we're going to meet people who can kick the crap out of us without even breaking a sweat. Brezia thought about how much fun he used to have when he first manifested his legacy, training with a private tutor at his estate, but how much fear he developed over the years. Fear that he was getting too powerful, and that he might hurt someone. You think holding yourself back is going to protect the people that you love? That's reason number two why I push myself harder every day. For my friends, to keep them safe. Because they're my family now. And I'd do anything to keep them from harm. Not that they need my help, of course. They push themselves hard every day, too. We're all getting stronger together. Don't you want that, too? Brezia felt a spark inside of him that grew stronger and stronger every second. Come on, don't you want to have some fun? I don't care about your reason for getting stronger. Maybe you have people you want to protect. Maybe you have dreams of being more than you are right now. Or maybe you just want to have a little fun. I don't care what they are. All I know is that you're not getting anywhere by holding yourself back. You want me to come at you with my full power? Even if you lose? Ho oh, ho, still so sure you'd win? Well, I guess there's only one way to find out. Now stop treating me like a little kid and come at me. Or are you just some spoiled brat who never wants to work hard for anything? Brezia stood tall, his eyes blazing with determination as he tapped into his legacy. The ground beneath his feet trembled and cracked as he channeled his power, drawing upon the raw energy of the earth itself. Massive boulders, once solid and immovable, were now at his command. With a swift wave of his hand, he sent them hurtling into the air, surrounding him in a formidable ring of stone. The boulders, ranging in size from small rocks to massive slabs, moved with fluidity and precision, swirling around Brezia as if they were extensions of his own body. Now that's what I'm talking about. The boulders shifted and interlocked, forming a protective barrier that encased him in a fortress of rock. The stone melded together seamlessly, forming armor that seemed almost indestructible. As Brezia focused his power, the stone continued to evolve. It grew denser and harder, taking on an incredible sheen that reflected the light with a dazzling brilliance. The surface of the stone became as smooth as polished marble. As his technique finished, Ren looked up to see an obsidian figure tower above him. Brezia covered in a dense, almost diamond-like form that was easily ten feet tall. No holding back. I want to see what you've got. Brezia launched himself at Ren, a stone fist hurtling towards him. But Ren countered back, his fist colliding in return, made stronger by the icy mist surrounding him. You're right. I do have those I want to protect. Thank you, Ren. <laughs> Don't thank me yet. I'm going to win this fight. Wow. I don't know what Ren said, but this isn't the same Brezia as before. Finally. It's about time he used his full potential. Of course that meathead would convince his opponent to try harder. You know him. He loves a challenge. I just hope he can still win. The two began exchanging a series of powerful blows that shook the ground beneath them. Ren used his superior speed to maneuver around Brezia's attacks but his punches and kicks seemed to have little effect against his new stone form. Brezia slammed his fist to the ground, sending cracks and fissures under Ren's feet, causing him to lose his footing. 
As he recovered, he looked up just in time to see obsidian shards flying directly towards him. He dodged backwards out of their way, but he landed directly into Brezia's stone prison, the rocks quickly surrounding him and burying him in darkness. Suddenly, in an explosion of fire and electricity, Ren burst out. All right, not bad. But I can still feel you holding back. Come on. I said give me everything you got. So are you. If you want me to go all out, you'll have to show me what you've got too. Damn. I can only use Terminal Shock one more time today. But I have a feeling I don't got a choice. Ren took up a fighting stance, drawing in a deep breath, focusing all his mist in anticipation for his final attack. Tectonic fury! Brezia slammed his hands into the ground, causing molten lava to flow upwards and onto his stone armor. The intense heat caused the stone tiles in the area to melt. Don't be alarmed, spectators. I will be keeping a close eye on this final gambit. If any of the students get too close to danger, I will pull them out of the ring. But for now, let us enjoy this stunning display of incredible power. Let's do this. Bring it on. Ren's movements were almost too fast to track for the naked eye as he dashed towards Brezia. His body crackled with an incredible amount of lightning, propelling him forward with blinding speed and unmatched power. Brezia, not to be outdone, unleashed his own energy in response. Geysers of molten lava erupted from the back of his armor, propelling him forwards towards Ren like a fiery projectile. The collision was spectacular. Fire and lightning clashed in a blinding flash, causing a shockwave that shattered the air around them. The ground beneath them cracked, and the force of their clash sent dust billowing into the air, obscuring the vision of the spectators. The air crackled with the intensity of their powers, and the heat from the molten lava and lightning energy created an otherworldly aura around the two combatants. As the dust began to settle, the spectators caught glimpses of Ren and Brezia facing back to back on opposite sides of the ring from where they had launched their attacks. Most of Brezia's once formidable armor had been shattered to pieces, revealing his body and head completely visible. The red glow from the molten lava had faded, and the remnants of his armor lay scattered on the ground, a testament to the sheer power of the collision. <sighs> I'm gonna count this as a win. Just don't stop pushing yourself. For whatever reason you have, never stop growing. Ren collapsed to the ground, completely drained of energy, but still conscious. The crowd erupted in a frenzy of excitement. What a match! Brezia is the winner! Brezia, though battered and bruised, stood tall in his now shattered stone armor. Victorious, but with a sense of respect for his opponent. He extended a hand to Ren, who weakly reached out and clasped it, acknowledging the defeat with a nod. How can I repay you? <laughs> How about a rematch? I'll bet I beat the smirk right off your face next time. Brezia dropped his stone form and helped Ren back up to the stands. With Ren refusing to spend the rest of the matches at the healer station, he swatted away the medical sorcerers as they tried to heal him. I said I'm fine. I ain't missing a single one of these fights. Ren, that was incredible. You meathead, you could have gotten yourself killed. What were you thinking? Ren looked down and clenched his fist. A smile appeared on his bruised face, one of his eyes swollen shut. I'm thinking we have a long way to go, but uh, <laughs> I'm feeling stronger already. And with that, we have reached the semifinals. Our next matches will be Nova versus Brezia and Sabrina versus Briar. As soon as the arena is flat again, we will begin. Good luck, Briar. 
As much as I don't want to have to fight you in the finals, I wouldn't mind seeing one of your vines slap that smug grin right off Sabrina's face. You too. I underestimated Brezia. You're going to be amazing, I know it. Allow me to summon the dragon! Instead of a smoke dragon this time, a dragon made of pure fire came out of the torch, selecting one of the scrolls from Rick's hand. Ouch! (laughs) Didn't expect that to actually burn! That hurts. Sorry, folks. Just a little surprise for the Rickster. The first match of the semifinals will be Nova versus Brezia. Good luck. (laughs) Hope you were paying attention. That kid's got some moves. I have some tricks up my sleeve, too. Don't worry. Brezia and Nova faced each other at the bottom of the arena, the tension palpable. Nova stood tall, ready to spring into action at Rick's signal. In contrast, Brezia appeared unsteady, swaying and staggering on his feet. Nova, I don't think... Suddenly, Brezia collapsed to the ground with Nova running up to him. Rick reached him first, picking him up off the ground. This match is postponed. I might need your help. He isn't breathing. Warlock, Episode 20. Fight on, let your spirit roar. Nova is voiced by Claire Clausen. Ren and Balthazar by Nick Akins. Briar by Jackie Webb. Brezia by Matthew Quattlebaum. Kira by Shelby Hall. Xander by Jeremy Cobb. Savrina by Chris Gideon. Rick by Isaac Otterman. Delta by Brianne Bushes. Rowan by Derek Saunders of How Not to DM. Zarian and Mendel by Zachary Burrell. Special thanks to Wizards of the Coast. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on your preferred platform. Check out our Patreon for early access, filler episodes, behind-the-scenes clips, and other bonus content. Link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And a very special thank you to Quill, one of our Patreon members. Next time on Warlock. The semifinals come to an explosive conclusion as the remaining students ready themselves for the ultimate matchup. Just who will be left standing after. And I hope Prezia is okay. Episode 21, Red and Gold. The final showdown begins on Warlock.